You're listening to Strong Woman Radio, a sanctuary free of testosterone, save for a few special guests, where ladies who like to lift heavy things can chit-chat about the struggles and success that comes with being a woman in a man-dominated sport. We welcome all listeners of all sports, be it strongman, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, or more. Please send us your own inside girl jokes or questions if you'd like to submit one through the contact form on paleoparents.com. Simply click the podcast drop-down from the top right corner and submit a question or comment under the SWR tab. While you're at it, shop on the sidebar of our blog for our favorite products and recommended partners. Now, let's get to our fearless leaders, two competitive strong women athletes who earned their invites to nationals within the first year of training for the sport. Please remember, Stacey and Vivian's banter is often mindless and should never be taken for professional medical advice. Oh my gosh, we we're actually recording Strong Woman Radio. It almost didn't so even long. happen this week. It's truth. It almost didn't. So and then it did. I think the last <laughs> time I saw you, we were doing. It was like the end of May. Fairies Contest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wasn't that we did June? Barry, we did Barry's Con, or we volunteered at Barry's Contest. But yeah, that was the last time we saw each other. The last yes. time we recorded was like in May. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. We're still alive. <laughs> We've just been busy living our lives. Doing um, things and stuff. Yeah, well, I've been out of town, so um, I haven't been here on Fridays to do open gym or record a podcast, because we went to Williamsburg one weekend, and then we went to Pennsylvania another weekend, so, <laughs> and then we were going to go back to Pennsylvania this weekend, but we decided not to, so now we're here doing things and stuff. Although, I'm kind of sad, because what I was going to go to Pennsylvania for was to see Jen Sinclair, right? Strongman and workshop with Jen Sinclair and Maya Mayo. Camille Winters, um, but it's supposed to be like a hurricane in Pennsylvania this weekend. Oh, that's a lot of weather. Yeah, <laughs> and um, we were going to go to like Hershey Park after, and that was going to be Matt's Father's Day activity, and when the weather was bad, he was like, I don't want to go, and it is his weekend after all, True. so... That's what's up with us. Um, super excited to hear about what you've been up to because I know you've been prepping <laughs> for some serious business. Yeah, I've been prepping for USS Nationals, so I'm super jazzed and exhausted all at the same time. <laughs> well, you're ready, you're ready for your like rest week, which is always like, yeah. The I'm best really part. ready for my rest week, but I think what it is is that I've been doing a lot of stuff. Oh, and I'm, I've tried to post on Instagram now. I see you posting more often. <laughs> Posting more often. All of your that, banded things. Matt's like, look at them doing the banded stuff. I'm like, I don't so even know. It's so much, I like, I really hate it and I really love it all at the same time. It's like me with burpees. No, it's like, it's the worst because like, I've never gotten off of something and had my legs shake so bad. Oh, jeez. And it was like, I've front squatted stupid amounts. I've done a lot of crazy things. But these banded squats, <laughs> jumping squats, are crazy town. Crazy town. Yeah, I know But, things. like, it's fun. I liked it. I was like, I want to do that today. So it's been a lot of training and that kind of stuff. And today I looked on the Facebook page for USS Nationals. And we got our itinerary. And I'm so jazzed. <laughs> I don't know that I've, like, ever seen your smile be that big before. Oh, my gosh. It's so, I, I, like, compared to, like, me going to NAS Nationals last year and this year, like, I feel like I have, like, such a structured itinerary. Like, 
these are the times you can weigh in. This is when we're going to go eat lunch, so don't try to look for us. <laughs> you know, like, that kind of stuff is just, like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, they tell us warm-up times for, like, the first event, and then we have, like, the national anthem and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be, like, a big deal, and I'm so excited. Super exciting. And there's, like, I've looked up, and then there's three super heavyweight women and three heavyweight women, so... I'm like extra jazz, and one of those heavyweight or super heavyweight women is the one of the women that I tied with in Kentucky and nice. beat in the tiebreaker. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's hope I could beat her again. <laughs> <laughs> like a big part, of, and the other part of me is just like, you know, go have fun, but beat her <laughs> and bring back a belt so you can wear it like the Rock. Are you in the next podcast? Are you gonna be wearing a belt? Maybe <laughs> I might be. It'd be awesome. Though. If you're trying to simulate the rock, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take off your shirt and like really work on this eyebrow situation. Yeah, your eyebrow game is not on fleek. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need no eyebrow wax. Is what I need. Um, but yeah, deadlifting cars, deadlifting my car with DJ in it and with Laura in it. Not together. Usually Laura first, then DJ. You know. <laughs> so I think maybe this week's topic could be talking about prepping for shows. Okay. Let's do it. I think, da, 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 da. I think you could probably um, talk about how you're prepping for your show, and we could relay that for people <clears throat> in terms of, you know, recovery and planning. Different people, like, prep for shows different ways. Obviously, what we do isn't... Everybody does. A lot right. of people will, like, deload two weeks before a show. Some people will train the day before a show. I yeah. mean, it's like, it varies. <laughs> I cannot imagine, but yeah. It varies, right? So, what do what do you recommend and why for or, people um, who, you know, I know for me, like, when I was doing my very first novice contest, I had no clue. And yeah. when... When my coach at the time told me to take the week off beforehand that I wasn't allowed in the gym, I was totally freaked out. And I was like, I'm going to lose all my strength. And um, that didn't happen. (laughs) But I was convinced I was going to. So um, I think for me, well, I think the first thing is like finding a contest. Once I find a contest, I'm like, okay, usually it's about six to eight weeks out, if not longer. It just depends. Because I got this... I knew I was doing this show in February. Yeah. So, from there, I just... uh, I guess I... The first two, three weeks are just, like, base strength stuff for me. Like, my squats, (laughs) my deadlifts, just really base strength. And then, like, always increasing each week, increasing weight and building on that. And then, from there, I um, start tackling events. So, um... And by, like, my base strength, it's not always just, like, a barbell. So, like, axle bar, and, like, because this event has log in it, I started just doing log for my presses and just doing deadlifts, usually for my leg workout. Because, and some squatting, just because stones, it's kind of important. <laughs> but um, it's kind of important just to make sure, like, my posterior and my anterior are matched so, for me, it was doing that base strength stuff, transitioning over to log from when I was training axle and circus dumbbell. So, like, before I had to tra- train, um, for the contest before, I had to do log and um, axle, but it was, like, a way lighter log. 
And so I moved to a heavier log, a lot of log cleaning, a lot of log everything, log jerking, jerking off a box. I did a lot of log you, stuff. You did what? Jerking <laughs> off a box. Yeah. That's what I did, guys. And then, um... Why is, wingo, huh? why is weightlifting lingo so vulgar? I feel like it's because we're, like, all just vulgar people. We're, like, <laughs> the, whoever was, like, this is what we're gonna call a jerk... He was just like, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of deadlifting. So deficit deads, banded deads, and then car deads with deficit and so on and so forth. And then uh, really right before a sh- show, I guess two weeks before I deload. So like this past week was really light for me. And then I go to the doctor after my last... I usually go like a Rosti um, right before my last lifting session with Dr. Bill Kim. I love him. Um, <laughs> I go. <laughs> I do. I know. That guy's got miracle thumbs. I don't know what's real. happening. But um, I go there usually the Monday of the show and then I kind of just do nothing. I go into the gym because it's routine. And mobilize just, like, or whatever. I mobilize. I do a lot of stretching, that kind of stuff. That's what, I mean, that's what I do before a show is I take, so shows are usually like on a Saturday and that Sunday I use as like my run through day. So there's usually one or two events that I feel kind of confident and good about and I don't worry about them. Yeah. And then I'll run through like the three events that I really need to like envision. How am I going to do it? Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I run through those events, super heavy training day. And that's it. Like, I take the rest of the week off, and then I just, I mobilize a lot. Like, yeah. foam rolling, lacrosse ball, All massage, hot tub, like, yeah. everything I can possibly do to keep keep my body loose. moving and loose, yeah. yeah. So, for me, I guess, I try, like, I pick shows, and then I always try to go over a show weight. Every time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't always, I don't always have the show weight. But I always try to, before the show, hit above show weight. So, like, if show weight is just a car, I'm like, okay, let's get a person in the car. Well, and I'll tell you, like, a car, what does that mean? I right. Mean, so I, it's hard everybody to, Everybody like, has, like, all different kinds of cars and even the lovers themselves. Like, when I did the Roanoke show, I totally could have lifted the car, but that, like, lever mm-hmm. was entirely different and the way... The pick is different. And way harder and different than the one heads. that I'm trained in. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, you can never exactly prepare <clears throat> for what it's going to be, but, like, we've talked about before with your experience at Nationals with the banged-in keg is completely yeah. different, and, you know, turf is different than rubber is different than concrete, concrete. You know, so it's, like, as much as you can kind of prepare for... Um, different scenarios really awesome obviously kind of leading up to the event so um, I think also one of the things that I find really important when I'm prepping for an event is practicing show rules right so like whatever sport you're in it's going to be different show rules and for CrossFit like there's three two one go (laughs) right so there's like strict rules about the movement standards and if you're going to run through something or if you're going to prep for it like you should practice the movement standards. Don't just, like, do it the way that you would do it in right. training. Do it with a down call. Do it with, you know, someone checking to see if you're going past parallel on squats, the you know? Strong woman ready. Yeah. All that. Exactly. That's, that really, like, 
It's funny. If you never practice with it, and the first time you do it, you're like, what the heck is this? Because <laughs> my first show, I never practiced that way. I yeah. had no clue. And, and I've seen people be really thrown off by even just something as simple as, like, a hand. Don't don't drop the bar. Carry the bar all the way down, right? Because oh, yeah, yeah. a lot of people, like, if you're talking bail about jerking something, mm-hmm. they just bail all the way from the top. But in a show, they don't want the equipment to break and it's such close quarters and all that kind of stuff. Like, nobody's going to let you just drop a right. bar in a show contest. Whether it's CrossFit, Oli, or Strawman, like, we should all be in control of our bars at all times. So right. practicing carrying that down, you know... Um, and all the kind of rules that they say, right? So, like, if I've also seen people not on a like axle deadlift, if straps are allowed, they'll just train regular, and then they'll get on a show and they'll be like, "Oh, you straps this time." Well, if your body's never like practiced, yeah, that, you know, you don't so. change it. Like, I definitely don't change anything show content, and the, I have like weird like juju habits, <laughs> nails being. I do my own nails the night before a show. It's weird. I know. I get it but I do it. And it's because it keeps me occupied and not thinking about, like, oh, what if this person and what if that person Mm -hmm. and, and like, what if I mess up and what if I get hurt? I, I, like, I run through all of those things. Like, usually this week I'm in a pretty shitty mood (laughs) because I'm thinking about all the things that can go wrong. Yeah. And then I, the night I do the same thing. I get it all out beforehand and that way the day of the show it's like, boom, I'm on. I've already, like, dealt with all the negative juju. Right. And so the night before, I'll do my nails, and it's, like, hyper elaborate. You will see it on Instagram. (laughs) Um, And then um, the morning of the show, I'll get up, I'll shower, because it'll make me feel refreshed. (laughs) That's how I live my life, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) You live your life showering? I love showering. I love bathing. It's weird. I know. And I do strongman. It's weird. I know. (laughs) And then um, get refreshed, eat breakfast probably something really really small because i won't be able to keep a lot of stuff down especially if the first event is um a press because it sits right on your chest and then um usually it is but this show i think it's yoke so yoke is first event this one so yeah and then i do the show and hopefully survive and then hopefully get a belt this time <laughs> i really want one just just to carry it around do all top three get a belt i don't know mm. So I think it's interesting you brought up food. I think that's another good point that I get a lot of questions about in terms of, like, um... How do you what, feel for a workout? Well, not, not just how to feel for a workout, right, but specifically, like, when you have a really long workout or especially when you have contests. And the kind of contests we do, and even at CrossFit, is, like, you do one kind of event and then you wait for all the other, like, different competitors mm-hmm. to go and it's, like, an hour later that you do your show. So... Keeping warm and fueling yourself property properly are like the hardest things to do during that time period. Right. So your body doesn't go cold, and then you go to compete again and you have problems. Um, so some of my favorite contest food, and we might have even talked about this before, um, are marshmallows. Foods with honey. Honey is a really good like instant, um, like the type of sugars that are in honey. Your body is able to adapt and utilize the most efficiently um, in order to, like, translate that into quick carbohydrate for um, performance. So we always make honey marshmallows, um, and they're made with 
grass-fed gelatin, which Viv and I are big proponents of being uh, awesome. So it's like a... a those marshmallows, though. It's a two-for-one. I'm usually a volunteer at those shows, yep. and I'm like, let me eat, like, half the string of marshmallows. <laughs> um, we also pretty often make some sort of baked good, because it's pretty easy for me to keep, like, a muffin, like, an almond flour muffin down, and it'll have some protein, some carbohydrate, and some fat in it. Um, The lemon poppy seed ones from the Against All Grain cookbook, um, I think it's like a pound cake in the book, but we just make them into muffins, and that's everybody's favorite. Oh my god, for real. Every time anybody's in a show, they're like, Stacey, can you bring Bring marshmallows and muffins? muffins. Um, The last show would have met me. You made brownies. Brownies. Yeah, at um, Cap Classic. Viv and I were volunteering, and honestly... I think Cole ate half that tray. He did. But I was more exhausted after... Oh, my God. Volunteering volunteering. is way fucking worse Volunteering for that show took more out of me than, like, any competition. Because we had to use our brains a lot more for, like, calculating and, like, running around. Yeah, physically running around, loading and unloading bars. Yeah, and and you don't sit down all day as a volunteer. No. You do not sit down as a volunteer. And the the day before was also really crazy, like, setting it up and... In that particular show, we had to move the equipment from a different place, and I was literally, like, picking up and moving the equipment from a different place. So, I was, like, exhausted. But, so, um, we met made brownies for that Well, we didn't go over that stuff either. Oh! Okay, we can talk about that in a minute. Let's finish this up. Okay, so. (laughs) So, um, those are kind of, like, the snack food, like, treat kind of things that I eat for quick sugar. But in terms of, like, things that sit well with me... I know. That's not good. I know okay? it's not good. So I'm things, not saying it's not, it's great, but like, I have like, in the morning I'll have a protein, so it's usually like an, an omelet or like eggs and bacon. See, I can't eat a stuff. whole meal beforehand. Beforehand I can. Like, a decent meal. And then during the day I'll have like an apple or a banana or something. Just because that's what I have, and that's what yeah. usually most hotels have for free with the continental mm-hmm. breakfast. So that's what I take, and then, like, if we, I have an RX bar or, like, an Epic bar in my bag, that's what I'll do. But, like, I don't like to eat in the middle of the day, and especially, like, if it's, like, a close uh, show where, like, we're all neck and neck. Yeah. I don't want to be, like, whoa, yak attacking <laughs> in the middle of, like, doing something, so I try to, like... And a lot of... I anticipate a lot of the stuff this show is going to be cardio for me, too. Yeah. yeah. Lighter weights, more cardio. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not lightweight. It's just more cardio for me. <laughs> so, I I can't eat, like, a whole meal, but um, soup soup works really well for me in I the like mornings before heavy training or a contest. <laughs> and um, I really like potatoes after, or, like, some heavy starch. Rice, sushi. Sushi is my favorite post-workout. Oh, my food, God. But, um... <laughs> Let's see. So then during the contest, um, I really like the BCAA glutamine powder in my water. We call it feet water. Um, I feel really good in terms of sustainment if I'm working out a long time in um, consuming that. It's just like concentrated protein. I've also made like kombucha gelatin bites, which have some protein in them. Um, I usually do a protein shake, I guess, during if it's like a really long day. But yeah, I don't like dep- to eat like solid on, situations. Yeah, it depends on how much. Like, because I remember one time Matt made me a protein shake, and it had like vital proteins and a banana and the M and H Naturals beef protein that I've been really loving. Mm-hmm. And I love that smoothie. Like, not right before I work out, but like it's one of my. It's usually what I have for breakfast, right? right? Like my quick within forty minute breakfast thing, right? And um. 
I tried to eat that right before I worked out. It's and a little heavy. It did not sit well. It was too I think heavy. it depends on, like, the protein powder you use, too. Yeah. Because, like, I like a nice, light, like, during the workout, if it's, like, almost watery, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But, like, if it's super that's, heavy, that's the BCAAs I don't want, like, the, yeah. Yeah, or like that. It's, like, real light and, and yeah. it's not. That, that heavy one, it's, like, right for right after that's like, and, like a whole right meal. before yeah and it's so like, or not right before like way before yeah way before or right after i can do that one um after i love to eat what do i love to eat i love soup after just because i know it's gonna make me feel better and it's gonna make me drink a shit ton of water <laughs> and like get the fluids yeah, back into my system in. yeah because i'm like really bad at drinking water too <laughs> well so during i mean i guess i could eat an rx bar or an epic bar that's not what my body craves my body does not like to chew like Oh, pure, during the show? For, yeah, oh, like, no. during, like, and whether it's a if, long like, workout starving, or yes. during a show, like, I don't want to chew. So, yogurt is one of my favorite, like, go-to kind of, like, I can take a few bites and put it down and come back to it and not feel, like, super heavy or overwhelmed by, yeah. by yogurt. I prefer a protein shake over yogurt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm weird. Just, and that's, I could drink the BCAs and the glutamines, but that's not enough for me. Like, so usually I do that with a yogurt, like, over the course of two hours, it would take right. me to finish that, like, a few bites here, a few bites there, and then between the marshmallows, um, as kind of, like, you know, immediately after I do an event, or right before I do an event, or something, we yeah. usually, like, that's all I consume, and that's not to say that that works for everybody, like, some people can sit down and eat a whole freaking hamburger yeah. with french fries, I've seen in the middle of strongman contests, donuts like, are a big they, thing with oh my gosh, like, <laughs> People were eating at Cap Classic. I was looking around, and they were eating, like, from the kebab place from across the street. They would go get, like, kebabs and rice and the pita. It was pita bread, right? Like, whatever that. Naan. It was naan. Um, And they were, like, eating whole meals. I could never eat a whole meal like that in the middle of a show. But if that works for you, like, go for it, you know? I think I get too nervous. That would make me poop my pants like, I'm also, like, super, like, an anxious person at shows. I know sometimes it doesn't show, but, like, <laughs> me, like, mentally on the inside, I'm just, like, anxious in general when it comes to, like, food, so I don't like to put myself in a situation where I feel like I'm going to yak attack. <laughs> just, like, a thing. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Generally speaking, that's what I do. Um, so, okay. I think, I think that's helpful for people. That's kind of something, yeah, right? that was some things, right? Um... <laughs> Uh, <coughs> so before we talk about the actual Cap Classic and the exciting thing that you want to talk about, we maybe can also recommend some gears and things that people like gears putting with them. Oh, okay. So my bag. What do I have in my bag right now? I should have just brought it in and been like this. This, this, is, this is in here. This is um, in here. I have my straps. I have two lengths. I have two, two to three pairs of shoes. Depends. I have my lifters and then I have... Um, like, something to deadlift in. Like something to deadlift in or yoke in, basically. Because I like Innovates and I like Reeboks, because I like both. Um, but um, under a yoke, I need more padding in my shoe than I would have in an Innovate. So we'll have Monica put links in the show notes for this partic- particular products that we're talking about, both food-wise and, and gear-wise. And then I... I- yeah, I agree with you on shoes. Like, my my favorite since I discovered those Reebok high tops, they've got, like, the larger toe box. Toe box, yeah. And um, the ankle support, it's, like, all I want to wear for yoke and farmers and stuff yeah. like that. Like, um, I love my Nanos, but I, I wear my Nanos for, like, walking around at amusement parks now. I don't <laughs> actually wear them for working out anymore. Yeah, I have my Nanos 
And I usually work out in those. Yeah. That's what's in my gym bag right that's now. That's what I use before I found those, um, the what are they? Yeah. I don't, they the call TR them lights. something. They call TR them, lights or something. I don't know why they're called lights because they seem like they're heavier than anything else. But yeah, yes, those, man. those CrossFit lights are, are my favorite. Yeah. And then I have, um, a stone shirt, stone pants because you yeah, need those. That stuff will mess up your clothes <clears throat> and nobody, girls. Okay. No one no, warns know... you until you already fuck up your clothes. I know because I have a pair of pink stone pants. Okay, well, let me just tell you, <coughs> a lot of people don't actually do strongman, so maybe this doesn't apply to you, but for some reason, it's always a surprise to ladies that when they do a show and they're picking up a whole bunch of stones over and over again, that they're going to have shirt, pants, bra problems, okay? Like, ladies, we don't wear pants Oh, that and are pee gonna... problems. And pee problems. And we don't want to wear pants that are going to fall down. In shirts that are going to ride up and stick to stones. And we don't want to flash any of the children and traumatize them for life with oh, our boots hanging children. out of the sports okay. bra situation. <laughs> like, let's let's Ugh. get... When you select your stone pants and shirts... Oh, I have make, poor selections of let's, stone pants and Okay, shirts. well, let's make better life choices here. And I particularly chose, like, a stone shirt that's really super tight so that, like, when I lift a stone... Like, the shirt is clinging to me more than it's clinging to the stone. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with stone shirts. And also, like, I hear people should wear shirts with, like, higher collars. But yeah, I apparently I really am into stone rash stone on my rash. boobs. <laughs> so, if you've seen pictures of Stacey with stone rash on her forearms, just imagine that. But on your tit. <laughs> it's really fun. And it's by not, fun, I mean painful. Yeah, it's not But actually. it, like, you know, it's a for me, it's just, like, it's a part of the sport, so... I had made a poor life choice that day, whatever. I had to train and I had to do it anyway. So, and of course, I would also suggest that anytime you're lifting heavy things, if you um, have ever even remotely had the possibility of pee problems, um, to wear Dear Kate underwear or wear a pad or wear something to protect you. I have actually a box of pads in my car just in case for all the women in the car. So, here's the thing is. Okay, I won't name names, but it's someone super awesome who has been on this podcast whose name is Megan. Um, (laughs) And at Cap Classic, there was, like, this deadlift deadlift contest thing. And she PR'd her deadlift, and then she went to PR her deadlift again. Like, she had three chances. And on her second one, she PR'd her deadlift. And then, so on the third one, she was like, oh, I'm going to, like, really PR my deadlift. I'm going to go for this super heavy lift. And she's, like, three quarters of the way through the lift. She, um, unfortunately did not make the whole lift, but she's, like, super awesome. And I think it was a 375 attempt, and she's, like, walking at, like, under 150 right now or something. She's, like, it's crazy awesome. But, um, and Megan peed for the first time on the floor, and she had no idea that it happened. And then when she realized it happened, she was, like, kind of excited about it and she was like oh my god this is the first time I peed of course because Megan's the best and you've heard her on the podcast before she's hysterical and and awesome and um what's cool about it at the show is like they had baking soda and like the people running the show just had a towel wiped it up put baking soda down and like people moved on and it wasn't that big of a deal but like even Megan had never peed before yeah but if like you're gonna be going to the maxing maxing like that especially with like stones deadlifts um, you just don't know you know it just just, might come upon you it's not gonna hurt you to wear a pad and then not pee in it so maybe yeah there's a lot of I know a lot of girls that double pants too well that's why I so I wear Dear Kate's underwear 
and a pad. Like, that's, I'm just like, if, no. if the world falls out of me, <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah. So what else then, gear-wise? Um, my straps, I have my wire waist straps, and then I have, like, some other short straps. I forget what they're called. Um, I have a pair of collars just in case the collars at the shows don't work out. It happens before. Mm-hmm. I have, um, tape, lots of tape, and wrist wraps. And I have, I think, uh, I don't know what they're called. But I have wrist wraps, the fabric ones. I don't do I have, the I have the, ones. I have, like, the Inzer elastic ones that Velcro, and I also have the have strength, wraps. strength wraps yeah. that tie. Yeah, I like the strength wraps. It's I like them both I'm used for to. different things. Like, it depends on what I'm doing. I, yeah. I like, the Inzer ones have more support, and so it's like, if I'm doing a heavy press, I like the Inzer ones, yeah. but then if I'm, you know, like, doing farmers and would be wearing them for, like, you know, a length of time, then that's more comfortable for me. So just, you know, trying out different things. Yeah, but. you gotta try out different gear, and it's really kind of funny, because, like, I didn't try all of these things, uh, usually, until I got, like, a hand-me-down, or somebody was like, hey, try these and see if they work, and I'm like, oh, I must buy it. And then I have my two belts. I have a soft belt and a hard belt. Uh, these days, I mostly use my hard belt if it's over body weight for duds. Yeah. And then that's pretty much the only time I ever use belt. <laughs> I remember um, you used to not have a hard belt and you used a soft belt. And every time you lifted, it popped off. And yeah. I was like, you know, this is like, there's no point in you wearing this. Yeah, that's why I don't <laughs> wear it anymore. But I have it just in case. And like a lot of the times if going to a show and stuff if somebody needs something i have an extra of like almost everything yeah i have two pairs of the strength wraps i have my hard and soft belt which nicole and i both fit my hard belt so it it makes it easier Mm -hmm. and then um yes that's it i don't have chalk i have tacky yeah tacky i have yeah and then i I have baby oil (laughs) i keep coconut oil to remove tacky and then i have snacks I also keep a change of clothes in there because... Because after the show, you smell yeah. like an animal. Or if, like, you know... <laughs> you, I don't know. I mean, I've never actually pooped my pants. I just have this, like, paranoia. Yeah, this irrational fear of yeah. shitting yourself. Yeah, and so I'm like, if I'm prepared, then it won't happen. You know? <laughs> the minute that I don't have an extra pair of clothes is when I'm going to poop my pants. Um, so. I usually have a change of clothes for the stones and then for after the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because after show clothes, so then I, like, don't feel, like, gross. Yeah, when you're standing on the podium, that you can put on, like, you know. Your fun clothes. But, like, I'm but always wearing. But nobody ever does. I'm always wearing bright stuff anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> really matter. And then, I know, I've been to shows where a girl has literally changed her outfit for every single event. That's hardcore. That's some hardcore shit. That's crazy. And I'm like, that's a lot of effing laundry. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, like, the less clothes I stink up, the less I have to well, pack she and bring prob- home into she a bag. She probably has a mat to do laundry. She probably does. But at any rate, yeah. That was, like, really intense. And I was just like, I, my game is not on fleek. I do not change my outfits. <laughs> that does not happen to me. But yeah. That's what I do. Um, yeah, so I think the only other things that I would say I keep in there, because I have all that stuff, too... Um, was like I said, I keep, I keep snacks in there and I keep, a uh, blender bottle, shaker bottle thing and my BCAs and my glutamine in there so that I can like, you know, have that in the middle of my session and, um, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anything else. So I feel like, you know, 
hopefully this applies to you no matter what strength sport you're in and also or sport in general yeah i mean you all have like a prep thing yeah or like mentally preparing just to get yourself to the gym sometimes it's fun just to pack your bag and look through all your shit i do it at least once a week sometimes like the thing that i need to do to work out is just to put on the clothes and then like then I'm like, well, if I don't work out, now I've wasted the fact that I changed it in my clothes. And, and like, you know. I don't want to wash it now because yeah. I already have it on. So, so. whatever little <laughs> stuff you can make to get yourself motivated, do it. Um, all right, you, you want to talk about the rest of Cap Classic? So, I told my stories. Super hard work and <laughs> well, make well, it on the floor. Okay, so, we so prepped now. the Cap Classic, which was uh, challenging. <laughs> And I think I got there. I got there after you because I was like, um, I need to gas, do my I life. Think. I need, yeah, I had to get gas, and I was coaching that day. Yeah, I stopped to get coffee. Still, and so like that night, we were doing all these things and stuff, doing bags and jazzing up the place to make it look fancy. <laughs> and then um, that night, I guess Barry picked up Brian Shaw. World's strongest man, Brian Shaw. Yeah, and we had dinner with him, and it was comical. He only ordered two portions of, like, that chicken dish. I know, that was, was like kind a of grill, surprising. It was like a grilled chicken dish. But I think he had, like, four huge margaritas. What? Don't you think that's what those lime green drinks he was drinking with salt on the rim were? Oh, I missed that, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of chicken, but not as much chicken as I would have thought, because the rock says he eats something like... 4,000 pounds. Oh my god, do you follow The Rock on Instagram? He's well, now I do. He's someone, literally the best. Someone told to me that he was the best person to follow on Instagram, and I was like, how could I not be following the best person to follow on Instagram? So now I'm following him. But isn't he the best person to follow I on mean, Instagram? I mean, he's entertaining he's for sure. The Rock. Don't you always want to lick him? Uh, so I watched Bigger, <laughs> Stronger, Faster like yesterday or the day before, and I learned that like steroids cause droopy boobies in men and then we talked about how the rock didn't take off his shirt for 18 months and then came back and he had all these like perky boobies again and um so (laughs) as much as i'm highly entertained by him and i think he's funny and like his physique is amazing it's also not even like remotely natural (laughs) (laughs) i don't know all i'm saying is the man looks like he works hard so i'm like Props to He's you, He's definitely sir. lifting, for sure, but there are some other things supporting that <laughs> uh, appearance. So uh, anyway, Brian Shaw. Yeah, so we... Big effing dude. I've never... He's huge. I don't, I don't think I've ever in my life been next to a person that has made me feel small. Like, even if they're tall, or even if they're overweight, like, no, I've no, never no. <laughs> small next to them. Yeah. It was really kind of funny, because I, like, we didn't sit close to him at dinner or anything, but it was, it was cool, because he was talking about... Like, how he eats and his prep and all that kind of stuff. So it was cool just to get a little bit of insight. But for the most part, he was, like, a totally normal dude. He pretty much eats paleo plus, like, oatmeal and rice. He eats like a fucking adult. Yep. (laughs) He eats vegetables and he focuses on low inflammation. And someone offered him a donut and he was like, I'm not eating that right now. And I think that, you know, there's, like, this perception that... You know, big like, dudes eat shitty things. Yeah, like lift big, <laughs> eat big. Like you know, I'm gonna eat this Dead giant four thousand calorie smoothie with Reese's pieces in it, and it's gonna be awesome. I mean, that sounds awesome, right? But that's not like um, that's not contest food. Right? That's, that's definitely post contest food. That's just like that's just fun food. Let's. 
Let's not mistake the foods that we like to eat for the foods that make us healthier and stronger. Right. Um, and it was nice to see him, like, eating things that made him healthier and stronger. So, like, he ate kebabs. I think he had, like, a probably a double meat kebab and ate the rice or whatever. And then, like, for dinner he had the chicken. And I think he came with, like, asparagus or some vegetable or something. I'm sure and, he like, did. You know, it was, like, Constant normal people eating. food. It wasn't, I cannot imagine eating like yeah, that. Of Oof. course there was cheesecake to be had. But, I mean, but we, we were did at the go cheesecake, cheesecake factory. factory. Um, so, yeah, I just think that, um, He's a super it was cool. cool dude. He was nice. I he mean, super nice. I got a, a thing, like a little picture of him signed. I'm going to put it next to Thor in the gym <laughs> and, uh, maybe it'll motivate me to not, you know, bail on my lifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. We had a, like a little chat on Saturday during the show. Yeah. He was like, wow, you guys have, like, a real community here. And, like, it's really big. And I'm like, yeah, we're kind of lucky thing. that way. Northern Virginia has, like, so many. Yeah. We're kind of lucky that way, I guess, compared to a lot of places. Uh, so I had a conversation with him because I was asking him about what he ate. And it was like, I think you left because it was during the stones. Probably. And we were just like, stones is so long because only one person can go at a time. Yeah. And so we are just, like, standing around and... um. I was asking him how much chicken he ate, and um, he eats, like, a lot of chicken, and then, so basically, like, he told me that one meal is chicken, and then two meals are beef, and, like, that's how he tries to, like, eat, and so I was explaining to him that chicken is really high, I asked him how his inflammation was, and he's, he was like, I don't know, and I was like, you can get that measured, you know, um, and then I asked him if he'd ever thought about switching out um, chicken, chicken for, for fish. fish. And I talked about how fish was higher in omega-3 and chicken was really high in omega-6 and omega-6 leads to inflammation. And I was like, you know, a lot of strong men talk about like sleep apnea and all different kinds of inflammation problems. And I was like, you can get your omega-3, omega-6 fatty acid levels tested. Like it's not that big of a deal to get your blood work run and you can see if you have like high omega-6 fatty acids. And it like... It was so awesome to share, like, knowledge bombs with Brian Shaw, and I could see, like, fireworks going off in his eyes, and he's his like, brain this exploding. will be my training secret. Yeah, yeah. and so um, he was telling me he was going to, like, see if he can get his blood levels tested and do more, like, basically tuna in his training instead of so much chicken. Chicken, yeah. Because, like, it's legit, yo. Fish is super, like, the amino acids in fish are super digestible for people, so you actually absorb more protein. Right. And the fatty acid profile is better in terms of um, inflammation. So, therefore, sushi. Therefore, sushi. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I feel like we got to catch everybody up and drop some knowledge bombs. And And I'll be on the road next week, so bye, guys. (laughs) We're gonna maybe see if we can, like, figure out some remote Skype situation so that we're not, like, abandoning the podcast for weeks on end. (laughs) I'll be doing my nails during the podcast. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Nikki will be there, too. Cool. So maybe we'll figure something out. All right, so we're going to try to be back next week, but if we aren't, don't freak out. And then I think we're mostly done traveling for a while after that, so it should be pretty consistent again. I think so, yes. Awesome. Well, stay strong, everybody. Hope that you enjoyed this episode of Strong Woman Radio. If so, we would love for you to review it in iTunes and help other people find the show. We're going to get some more guests lined up here soon. I have um, a really good one I haven't told you about that I'm super excited that's oh, agreed, no! agreed to be on the podcast in the near future. So hopefully we can... Um, uh, I know it's after July 4th because like... Things and stuff. Yeah, things and stuff. So, <laughs> um, But that's coming soon. So 
Yay. Stay strong. Kick all the asses when you go to nationals, dude. Twerk it, work it. (laughs) Eat a dumpling. (laughs) 